This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. If you sell a piece of land to a guy in Eretz Yisrael, does he have a Kenyan? Does he own it to the extent that it uproots the chiv to give trumas and maestros on the fruits and vegetables that grow in his land? When a non-Jew owes, owns land in Eretz Yisrael, do we say that the halachas that usually apply to uh, the land and the produce that belongs to, um, that comes from that land uh, is no longer there, it's paka, it's removed. Does the chi of trumas and maizos, does the chi of shviyas, perhaps the chi of arla, all those mitzvahs that we put under the category called mitzvahs hatluyos ba'aretz, do they require, in addition to Eretz Yisrael, that it, be, that it be owned by a Jew in Eretz Yisrael, that the land be owned by a Jew in Eretz Yisrael? So Rabbi says, um, it doesn't really matter. Even if you would um, have the land, or even if the land or the fruits would be in a field that's owned by a non-Jew, it would still be chayv and trumas and maestros. Ein kinyan legoy lahafkiya midei trumas and maestros. Ein kinyan legoy. The guy doesn't enjoy that kinyan that it, it impacts the halacha so that what grows from his land is no longer chayv and trumas and maestros. It's still chayv and trumas and maestros. So ein kinyan means that it doesn't really have an effect by the, the fact that the guy owns it doesn't matter. It's still chayv and trumas and maestros. He owns it. He, it's his. His piece of land. It's it's owned by him. No, he's not obligated. He's not obligated to give trumas and maestros. He has seven mitzvahs b'nei nach. He's not obligated. I I go and I buy fruit from him. Do I have to give trumas and maestros? Or do we say, listen, this, this produce was grown in land in Eretz Yisrael, but it was owned by a non-Jew. It's not chayv and trumas maestros. Or do we say, no, 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 it doesn't matter. It's true it's owned by him. As a matter of fact, he can build whatever he wants and change the landscape. That's what Rabbah says. But the produce, uh, it doesn't impact the halacha. It impacts chosh and mishpat, but it doesn't impact yoradeya. It impacts the halacha of mamanos. It's owned by him. If someone damages the land, they owe him money, right? Um, but... But that fact that the guy owns it does not impact the halacha that the fruit and vegetables is no, somehow no longer chayv and shumas. It's still chayv and shumas and maizros. That's the halacha of Ein Kenyan. The halacha of Yesh Kenyan, the position of Yesh Kenyan, Yesh Kenyan holds that in order for the produce and maybe even the land of Eretz Yisrael to be chayv, and those mitzvahs called, those mitzvahs that are totally in Eretz Yisrael, in addition to being Eretz Yisrael, can't be in Tinek, it has to also be owned by a Jew in Eretz Yisrael. So it turns out, a land land in Tinek, owned by a Jew, is not chayiv in Shumas and Maizras. Certainly not Minat Torah uh, and not Midir Why? Why? Because it's not Eretz Yisrael. And land in Eretz Yisrael that's owned by a non-Jew is also not chayiv in Shumas and Maizras, according to Yehish Kenyan, because... It's not, well, that's a good question, because it's not owned by a Jew. Not because it's not Eretz Yisrael, because it's not owned by a, because it's not owned by a Jew. You need to be Eretz Yisrael and owned by a Jew in order for it to be Chayv and Shumas and Maizras. 
That's a very interesting question. That was actually one of the suggestions that uh, the early yeshuv in the late 1800s were offering. Hey, listen, especially when Rothschild, as we mentioned, he was very, very heavily invested in the early yeshuv. Heavily invested. He was putting millions of dollars into the yeshuv. And a lot of, the, he was talking with a lot of the rabbinim. It's not, it's not right. The settlers are gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna stop working the land. Everything, my whole investment's gonna go in the, in the swamps, literally. Um, and, uh, it doesn't make any sense. So he says, why don't we, someone came up with the suggestion. Why don't we just, why don't we, why not just be mafka the land? Not just be mafka the fruits, mafka the land. <clears throat> Isn't that the land has, to, according to the position, according to the position that land has to be owned According to the position that Yesh Kenyan Lagai, that if a guy owns the land, so the fruits and vegetables and the, and the halachas that are Tlios Ba'aretz are no longer there, is it that it has to be owned by a non-Jew? Or is it just that if it's not owned by a Jew? Is it that it's only Chayv if it's owned by a Jew? Or is that if it's not Chayv if it's owned by a non-Jew? The Nafkamina is, let's say it's not owned by anybody. That was one of the suggestions. Take a look. In Osvav, Zecher Yitzhak, Ritzel Aponovich has this offer, and he says, Asher Shol Yididi, someone asked him the question, Al Devar Misha Hifkir Esodeyu, someone who's Mafkir Esoda, Im Nohek Bodin Shvius, maybe Shvius doesn't apply because it's not owned by a Jew. It's not owned by an Andrew, but it's also not owned by a Jew. Maybe you only chayev on those pieces of land that are owned by Jews. That would solve the problem. You don't have to sell it to an Andrew. You just, just be mafkir it. And you'd be able to, the Al-Fakhir is only on that land owned by a Jew. I don't own it, but I'm working it because it's, it's, next year I'm gonna own it. This year it's not mine, I'm gonna work it. But is working it a sign of No. I'll say very clearly. I am working the land, but it's not a sign of ownership. You know, there's a If you do a chazaka on a piece of land, you own it. That's if you want it, if you, if you have in mind that the improvement of the land is a, is, should serve as a Kenyan. But let's say I say, I'm doing this, but I'm not, it's not, not kind of balkarko. I'm doing it, but it's not a form of a Kenyan. So then it would, it would work. But that, it wouldn't work. Because the Zechari Yitzhak says, no, it's not a halacha that it has to be owned by a Jew to be chayiv. The halacha is that it has to be owned by a non-Jew to be not chayiv. And he proves it. It's exactly your question, Lenny. Even a coin to Mount Amr that says that if it's owned by a non-Jew, it's mafkia, the halachas that are tliyos ba'aretz. But if the Jew is mafkirit, but it's not owned by the non-Jew, he's still chayv and shviyas, and he's still chayv in all the mitzvahs. The fruits would not be chayv and shumas and mitzvahs. That's true, because the halacha is that shumas and mitzvahs is only chayv for those things that are that are not hefker. There's a special drasha to show that uh, fruits um, that are that are not owned by anybody, that are not nishmar, so they're part of nishmar. But shvius would be in play even if it does if it's not owned by a Jew, as long as it's not owned by a non-Jew. That's not, that's what the zeriyot and most of the postim hold like that. So they didn't like that approach. That was never offered as an approach. As a pastor, forget the Hatha Machira, just be mafka your land, and then everybody's happy that doesn't work. There's Zechariah Yitzchak already talked about it 150 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. No. No, I think it's any guy in this particular instance. Any guy in this particular instance. No one, no one makes that distinction here. In this particular instance. So how do we paskin? It's a very important question. Because if we paskin ain't Kenyan, so then if you sell your land to a non-Jew, 
It doesn't matter. Ain't king in the goyle, have kikim day trumas and maisus and shviyas. So you sell to the non-Jew, very good. Hetem mechiri, you sell to the non-Jew, very nice. But but nothing happened. Because the Kedusha, the Kedusha is a karka, so everything remained the same. Because he doesn't have the impact on a halachic standpoint in the halacha world. It's an impact in the mechosh and mishpat world. It's his, monetarily, but it's but it doesn't impact the halacha. So it's still chayv and shumas and maisus and shviyas. So if we pass in ain't kinyan, so then yesh, then the hetem mechiri doesn't help at all. So let's assume we pass in Yesh Kenyan. So let's say we pass in Yesh Kenyan. The truth is we don't pass in Yesh Kenyan. But for a moment, let's just say, what would the Mandamra Yesh Kenyan hold? Mandamra Yesh Kenyan would hold one of two things. If you held Yesh Kenyan, either it would help for the Hatamakhir or it would not help for the Hatamakhir. Now, why would it help? Why would it not help? Does Yesh this is what we talked about last week. Does Yesh Kenyan hold that when you sell it to the non-Jew in Eretz Israel, it becomes no longer Eretz Israel? It actually becomes chutzlar. For halachic purposes, it becomes chutzlar. Even though Eretz Yisrael is, is a certain piece of, geographical piece of land, in order for it to have caduceus Eretz Yisrael, it has to be owned by a Jew. The moment it's owned by a non-Jew, the Tosas Rit says, according to the Mandabra that has, that holds, Yesh Kenyan, it has a din of chutzlar. Chutzlar? Oh, well, that's great. Chutzlar, then you can work the land. Everybody can work the land. If it's chutzlar, so then the guy can work the land and the Jews can work the land. Because yesh can you go, the hafkia, midei trumos and maestros. The Gemara doesn't say shviyas, but if you look at Tosfos and Gittin Dav Samach Beis in the third Mar Makom, Inamik Sava Yesh Kenyan Lenachri Ba'eretz Lafkiyah Mishviyas. It even's Mafkiyah Shviyas. The whole kedusha of the entire character is removed. It's Chutzlaretz. The Tosfos written no say says Kibben Shachato Haperes B'Shuzgai Ke'ilu Chanto B'Chutzlaretz. It's not Eretz Yisrael halachically unless it is owned by a um, by a Jew. Now everybody would agree, by the way that there's different elements of Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. We're talking here about the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael that impacts the mitzvahs hatliyos ba'aretz. Now, tell me, the halacha is that the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael with regards to the mitzvahs hatliyos ba'aretz did not set in, did not come into effect until Yehoshua, it wasn't in, the, in effect by Avram, not by Yisak, not by Yaakov, not by Moshe. When Yeshua brought the Jews through the Yadin into Eretz Yisrael, they had to wait 14 years, 7 years for Kibush, for, for conquering the land, then seven years for settling the land, for Chiluk, for Chiluk and splitting up the land and dividing the land. And after 14 years, they said, um, now, now we can start the mitzvahs of Now do you hide There were a few mitzvahs that applied the moment they walked in. Orla applied the moment they walked in. Chala applies the moment they walked in. We have a special drasha because it doesn't say vahaya kisavoel or it says vahaya bevoachem al aretz. So the moment you walk into land, you chayv and chala. But generally speaking, mitzvahs atulis baaretz started 14 years afterwards. And before that, what was Eretz Yisrael? Nothing. Nothing. There was no kedusha of Eretz Yisrael before the Jews. You're not chayv and chayv until after kibush and chiluk. That's probably the year 28. What is that? The year 2888 plus 14. When did we go into Eretz Yisrael? We left it. It's from 2448, I think, right? Anybody holding by that? I think it's 2448, 40 years in the midbar, 2888, plus 14 is 98, uh, it's, uh, 2502. So 2,500 years go by, no Kedushas Eretz Yisrael, Yeshua comes in, now Yechayim Shumas and Maishas. Another four, another, uh, 50 years later, um, 14, no, another 36 years later is your first Yovel. So the first Yovel in the history of the Jewish people is 64 years after Yeshua takes the Jews into Eretz Yisrael. <coughs> Why? Because until then, there's no conditions of So why is Avram, Yisab, why is, why are they so, why, why can't Yisab leave? What's he leaving? It's, it's, it's Chutzlaretz. 
why, why, why are they so excited? Why is Yaakov so, is it so important for him to be buried in, in Eretz Israel? Take me back. I'll not take Bereni in Mitzrayim. Is it just that he didn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim or is it that he wanted to be buried in Eretz Israel? Don't bury me in Mitzrayim, but, uh, Uganda would be okay. You know? That's not what he says. Oh, don't tell me Mitzrayim. Take me back and, and bury, have to be buried in Eretz Israel. Everybody understood that. Why? There's no Kedusha. So the answer is Pasha the Chasam Sofer and everybody says that, um, there's two levels of Kedusha. There's two different aspects of Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. There's a Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael which is fundamental to the land that has a certain segula. School. It's, not a, it's not a din in the halach of Kedusha that it has with regards to Mitzvah Satoyah's Baretz. But there's a certain holiness that, 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 uh, that uh, Eretz Yisrael uh, has which has nothing to do with Mitzvah Satoyah's Baretz. Which is why Moshe wants to go in. Moshe wants to go in, one, because of the mitzvah satoyah's baaretz, and two, because there's a certain kedusha in Eretz Yisrael that is there, whether we have mitzvah satoyah's baaretz or not. Well, we can call one a natural kedusha, one a halachic kedusha. The halachic kedusha, that only comes in when the Jews conquer Eretz Yisrael. But the natural kedusha, that's from before, that's, that's way before, that's from the time the world was created, the Hashem set aside this piece of land with a special kedusha. So everybody would agree that if a guy owns land in Eretz Yisrael, it would only have the din of chutzos with regards to the halachic kedusha. But it still would, I would imagine, still have the natural kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, I would think. Um, yeah. It has no. It would say that any, according to the Mandamer Yesh Kenyan, whether there's a mosque or there's no mosque, whether if it's owned by a non-Jew, they would no longer have halachic kedusha, which means you would not be chayiv in the mitzvos hatlios ba'aretz in that piece of land, but it would still have natural kedusha. Certainly, it still have natural kedusha. Yeah. Not almost. The, 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 it is, but we're not. We're, we're, we haven't talked about Bizman Hazet. The, the psak in general, all the Rishon and Paschal, like Rabbah, ain't Kenyan Lagoy. Ain't Kenyan Lagoy. They sell land to a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael. Ain't Kenyan Lagoy. The Kedusha, Halacha Kedusha remains as well. And therefore, on that land, Yechayiv and Shumos and Maizus and Shvius, in which case the Hatem Mechira doesn't help at all. Well, let's see. So, so why are we even talking about Hatem Achir if it doesn't work? Okay, so that's what we'll see. <laughs> yes. Why would you think that there should be a distinction? I said, the Rambam says that. The Rambam, take a look at the Rambam based on Chira. Osiyadalu. But let's hold on, Yudalit. But let's, we're gonna get, we're gonna, we're gonna get there in, in a few minutes. You see, that's the Ram that you're referring to. That the Yushalayim has a special Kedusha because of the Shechina, and Shechina ain't a Betela Ulmas, and that's why that Kedusha remains. We'll get there, I don't want to jump out of order, but we'll get to there. No, no, yeah, there are, there are some Akronim who said that. The Hartsu brings it up and says, it does, it's, it's, the Kedusha that remains in, in Yushalayim is not the Kedusha that's the Kedusha of Mr. Satoyah's Baritz. That's the Kedusha of Mikdash, which applies to Yerushalayim and Mikdash today, but has nothing to do with whether there's a Kedusha with regards to Mitzvah Hatliya's Baritz. But there are thought some who suggested that, and Rav Tzipah Frank said, he's mi- you're mixing up two different Kedushas. There's actually a few Kedushas. There's a natural Kedusha, there's a Kedushas HaMikdash, there's a Kedushas HaTuliyos Ba'aretz. There's a few different Kedushas that we have to talk about. And, and that Achron, 
was was in his opinion, you, you, he was merging the Kedushas Amigdash and say, since that applies to Bismanazeh, there should be a Chiyot Tzumas and Maisos Bismanazeh, which is not necessarily correct. That, this, no. Oh, yeah, the, no, 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 that's a different, that's a third Kedush. Right. That's right. Yeah, at least. At least. Right, exactly. So now, that's one position within Yesh Kenyan. That Yesh Kenyan means that we belong, when, you, when it belongs to a non-Jew, it's Chutzlaretz. Well, that would work for Hetemachira. What would not work for Hatem Mechira is the position that holds that even Yesh Kenyan doesn't say that Kedushas HaKarka is removed. Kedushas HaKarka is not removed. So to a, to a guy, the, the, the Kedusha of the Karka of Israel is removed? Of course not. All it means is the fruits and vegetables that grow in his land, since he's not Chayv in the Mitzvah, and it grew in his land, so therefore if you buy from him, so those fruits, vegetables, are not Chayv in the Mitzvah too. But that would only apply to the mitzvahs with regards to the fruits and vegetables. But the land itself is certainly not... Uh, the, the Kedusha is still there. In which case, even Yesh Kenyon would agree that during Shviyas you can't work the land. Because he, does, he doesn't say there's, the, there's a Kedusha Sa'arich, which is Mufka. If you look at the Lashon of Rebbe Lazar, he says, Yeah, with regards to the halachas and mitzvahs of Meiser and Shruma, the fruits, you're not chayv in Shrumas and Meisers, but the land still has Kedusha. So according to this approach, if you hold Ein Kenyin, it doesn't help at all, because even if the guy owns it, 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 it has its full Kedusha. The land has full Kedusha, the fruits have full Kedusha, and if you hold Yesh Kenyan, it also doesn't help. At least not for working the land, because the land has full Kedusha. The fruits are not chayv in Shumas and Meisers. So the Nafkamina would be for us today, is that if we held Yesh Kenyan, which we don't, <laughs> If we held Yesh Kenyan, then if you held like the first man, the Amar in Yesh Kenyan, that means not only do the fruits no longer have, they don't have the Kedusha of what we call Kedusha's Perashvias, because Kedusha's Perashvias doesn't apply to fruits that are grown in Chutzlaretz. They apply to fruits grown in Eretzville, because it's Chutzlaretz. But the land itself, you can work because it's Chutzlaretz. If you hold like the second approach in Yesh Kenyan, you wouldn't be able to work the land, but the fruits that grow on his land would not have Kedusha's Perashvias. There's only one problem, we don't hold the Yesh Kenyan, so the whole thing doesn't apply, so we can close this farm and go home because the whole Hatamachira doesn't work, because we pass in Ain Kenyan. So what in the world is the Hatamachira talking about? That's the next step. The next step is as follows. When do we hold Ain Kenyan? If you look at the first Gemara that we quoted, we did not the last week. Gemara says, in Osalov, Gemara Gitten Memza, in Toshma, we're trying to figure out whether we hold Yesh Kenyan or Enkin. Do we hold that when the guy owns the land that something is Mufka, something is removed, some level of Kedusha is removed, either the Kedusha of the Karka, or at least the Kedusha of the Paris is removed, or do we hold Ein Kenyan that nothing happens halachically from a, it's his, he owns it, but from a, uh, from a, from a, from, a, from the laws of Mrs. Atulius Barrett, nothing is changed. The Gemara says, Toshma, Yisrael, this is the seventh line, sixth or seventh line in the Gemara. Toshma. Yisrael shalok achsodemigoy. A Jew buys a field from a non-Jew. He buys a field from a non-Jew. There's, there's fruits, there's vegetables, there's trees. Everything's uh, already uh, well-grown, mature. My mistake. Read again. Yisrael shalok achsodemigoy. Yisrael buys a field from a guy. Before it's fully grown. Not only is it before it's fully grown, before it even grows to a third its maturity. So he buys it uh, at the beginning of the planting season. It only grew a little bit. Then, 
The Jew owns the land at the point that it goes from being a fourth grown to a half grown. So while it's a shlish, which is the critical moment here of deciding whether this fruit was grown in the land of the Goya, this fruit was grown in the land of the Jew, we look at who's, who owned it when it was a third, when it reached a third grown. That's the critical juncture. Who owned it when it was a third grown? So the, the Gemara says, you bought it from the guy before it was a third grown. And then you sold it back to him after it was a third grown. So who owned it when it was a third grown? The Jew. So the Chayev is the Meiser. The Chayev and Meiser, why? Because when it was a third grown, it was owned by a Jew. So once it's Chayev and Meiser, you don't say, oh, and now I sell it, it becomes not Chayev and Meiser. Shekvar Neschav, you hear the point? The moment it becomes Chayev because it was owned by me, if afterwards I sell it to a non-Jew, that doesn't, that doesn't affect anything. The Gemara says, wait a minute. The implication here is that the only reason this land is Chayev and Meiser is because I owned it at the critical moment. Let's say I didn't own it at the critical moment. Let's say it was, let's say I bought it from the non-Jew after it was fully grown. It was owned by him the whole time. What would be the halacha? What would be the halacha? It'd be part of from Trumas and Meisters. So what do you see? You see that when something's owned by a non-Jew, the fruits are potter from Trumas and Meisters. The Kedush is removed when it's owned by the non-Jew. Let's read it together again. Toshma Yisrael a Yisrael that buys a field from a non-Jew before it reaches a shlish. The Chazer shlish, and he sells it back to him after it reaches a shlish, which means that it was a shlish in the rishos of the Yisrael. Chayevus b'Meiser, Yechayev b'Meiser. Why? Shikvanus Chayev because it already became Chayev in Meiser b'Rishos HaYisrael. So Gemara says, "Is Chayev in? Loan is Chayev alone." The only reason you're Chayev is because I own, we owned it, the Yisrael owned it at the at the critical moment. If the Yisrael had not owned it at the critical moment. What would be the halach? It would not be chayev. Haraya yesh kenyan. There's your raya that yesh kenyan. Good raya. So the says, no, 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 no. <clears throat> There's a little important detail we didn't tell you about this particular b'risa. This particular b'risa was not referring to the land of Eretz Yisrael. Not referring to the land of Eretz Yisrael. So why is it chayev and maizah at all? It's referring to those places that are near Eretz Yisrael. That for some reason, Chazal said that place is Chayv and Shumas and Maishos, Midrabana. Hochamayaskin in Basuria. And that place, north of Eretz Yisrael, something like Syria, sounds somewhat similar. That place, north, Lebanon, Syria, around there, somewhere in northern Eretz Yisrael, or northern, above northern Eretz Yisrael. And that place was a place that is known that David HaMelech went to conquer that place. He didn't get permission from the Sanhedrin. He didn't, uh, even though he was a Melech, he needed permission from the Sanhedrin, or Batumim, the Sanhedrin, he didn't get permission. And he went, he did it on his own. That's what some, that's how Rashi learns how David conquered Surya. The, the Baleatos is always bring down from the, from the Sifrei, the, the reason why it doesn't have full Kedusha, <clears throat> even though the Halacha is called Mokamashah Tidrach Kavran Lukem, the last few Psokim and Akev tell you that if you conquer Eretz Yisrael and then you want to uh, expand the borders, that has full Kedusha Eretz Yisrael, it would be Chayv Minat Torah. The reason why Surya is not Chayv Minat Torah is because Dabra Melech conquered Surya before he conquered Eretz Yisrael proper. After you, you can't do an expansion until you build your own home. First, you have, to, you have to have your own home. Then you can do an expansion. People move in; they're already doing expansions. I, I don't have a play. I don't have a bedroom. I'm doing an expansion. So the halach is: first, you have to conquer home base, you know, and then you could start looking for uh, for new members. 
So that's not law. That's why, so either way, this place called Surya is called the Kibush Yochit. Kibush Yochit is not Shmei Kibush, which means that that area is only Chayv and Trumus and Marshus Midrabbanam. Oh, it's only Chayv Midrabbanam. Then we hold Yesh Kenyan. Oh, I see. We hold Ein Kenyan. Hatamachira doesn't work. But there is an exception to the rule when we don't hold Ein Kenyan. When do we not hold Ein Kenyan? When the Chayv that we're dealing with is only Midrabbanam. Oh, well, in Surya it's only Midrabbanam. Oh, so in Surya we'll hold Yesh Kenyan. That means if you sold land to the Nanju in Surya, that land will be, according to one way of learning Yesh Kenyan, you can work the land in Shriyas. And according to everyone, it'd be part of the and Maishas, and the fruits that would grow there would not have Kedushas Peroshis. Now, now we get to the question that someone was asking the very first day that we started learning the Sugi of the Hatta Fakira. Well, Shvitim is Manasem, and Raisim, and Rabbanon. What are we even dealing with today? Are we dealing with the halacha that you can't work the land? And the kedusha of the fruits that grow in the land during Shemitah, does that have kedushas perishviyas minatar? Is there Shemitah today minatar or not? Why is that important? I mean, it, we, we, we keep, Shekht always says, it doesn't really, why should it matter? We, we keep midaraisas and midarabarans. We're not just, just tell me the daraisas. Tell me the 39 malachas and don't bother me with riding horses. You know, don't bother me with the rabbanans. They're just human beings. They're just rabbis. That's, that's an approach. It's called apicursus. But the approach, <laughs> but, but the approach that we assume is that we understand that the chazal play an important role. The Torah itself tells the Jewish people to listen to the words of chazal, los sosur, etc., etc. Child avichav yagedach is a kenach of yomalach. So the, the rabbanans are just as important to us as the rice. But there are differences between the rabbanans and the rice. For example, speak the rice on the Hey, It's a lot of, a lot of, it's, it, it's, there's a, even though, it's a, this is the big question, I'm not gonna go here now, but this is the big question. If, if the, if the Torah tells us to listen to the rabbis, that means everything the rabbi says is really a daraisa. So why should we say, speak the rabbanon lakula? If the Durabana is really the Raisa, which is fake the Raisa, the Khumra for every Durabana. That's the big machogus, the Rambam and the Ramban. How we get out of that? Well, I think we discussed a few years ago. What we care about now is that, oh, if it's the Rabbanon, there's another Nafkimina. Not just Sveik the Rabbanon Lakula, there's another, what's the Nafkimina? Yesh Kenyan. So now, ooh, if we could figure out, if we could determine that Shemitah, even in Eretz, is all proper in Yerushalayim. If, if you have a, if you have a field near the base Hamigdash, and you're growing vegetables, I'm not sure if that's even appropriate. But if you, uh, if you, if you have a field in, 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 in Eretz Israel, everybody agrees this is Eretz Israel. So then, what's the shaila? The shaila is, if Shemitah, Bismarazah, for some reason, is only the Rabbanon, well then we hold the Yesh Kenyan. Oh, if you hold the Yesh Kenyan, now we come to the whole shaila. Now it's a local Lamaisa. What does the Yesh Kenyan hold? If the Yesh Kenyan holds that, the, not only are the fruits not high from Shemitah and Maisha, and do they not have Kedusha Bereshviyas, but the land itself is Mufka from the Kedusha, that means today in Eretz Yisrael, if you hold Shemitah, Bismarazah, is the Rabbanon, and you hold the Yesh Kenyan, and the Yesh Kenyan holds that there's no Kedusha Zaretz, you can work the land in Eretz Yisrael today, in Eretz Yisrael. That's why now it's important to figure out, well, now we have to really figure out, why should Shemitah, Bismarazah, be the Rabbanon, or the Raisa? What's the, what are the factors that go into that question? That's why we held off on that question, because now is where it really has an important halacha lamaisa impact. Yeah. Oh. Explain. A detail. Yeah. Very important. That's what the Beis Halevi says, and that's what many of the apostles say. So I'm like, what Danny's saying, he's, he's, he has a tie on me. I'm saying, which is what some of the apostles say, is that 
once it's Durabanan, just lump all the Durabanans together. And as long as you can get it down to a level Durabanan, you can say Yesh Kenyan. Then he says, wait a minute. Don't be so quick. You have to think like a, if you, to think like a brisker. There's different levels of the rabbanans. Some the rabbanans maybe you can say yesh kenyan, and some the rabbanans maybe you don't say yesh kenyan. And if for some reason the shmita bismana says rabbanan, but it's not the same type of the rabbanan as surya, so that in surya yesh kenyan, but in Eretz it's all proper. Even if it's the rabbanan, you still don't say yesh kenyan, and kenyan would apply. Hatem mechira doesn't work. If you hold like the chumrah of Danny, so when Danny goes to Eretz Israel, you know he's not relying on hatem mechira. Is that correct? <laughs> if you go to Israel this year. If, in two years you can rely on the Hadam Um So let's see. Take a look <clears throat> inside. <clears throat> Take a look inside. If you look at the Osu Gimel. The Gura, Simon Shin Laman Aleph. Hilkos Mitzvah Satoyos Baaretz. On the third page, Venire. Listen to this line. The same way we say Yesh Kenyan Basurya, who hadin le'inyan Kenyan le'goy be'eretz Yisrael b'zman hazeh de'rabbanon. Kamo Yesh Kenyan Kamo Basurya. The Gra, the Vulnagon, makes the comparison. He says, listen, Surya's the Rabbanon, Yesh Kenyan. Bizman Azad, the Chi of Trumas and Maestros, presumably, and thus the Chi of Shemitah. We'll have to see more detail. But he says that, with, he doesn't say Shemitah, he says Trumas and Maestros, but we're going to apply it to Shemitah also. Today also, Eretz Yisrael Bizman Azad, the Rabbanon, any the Rabbanon, any the Rabbanon, once you can get it down to the Rabbanon, you want to, um, uh, you can then say Yesh Kenyan, and then you'll have the, uh, the, 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 the hetter that Yesh Kenyan brings with it, yeah. Suri is a chumrah that we should be chayv in the first place. Right, but, but, it's, but it's, it is only the Rabbanon, so, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it starts with a, right, it, we, we, it's not chayv at all, we make a chayv the Rabbanon, but the Chiv the Rabbanon, if it's owned by a non-Jew, Yesh Kenyan, we say Yesh Kenyan. So we say, Eretz Yisrael also, if it's the Rabbanon, we'll say Yesh Kenyan. Yeah, yeah. I think what you're saying is, in other words, Surya started with nothing, we bumped it up to a Rabbanon, we could say Yesh Kenyan. Eretz Yisrael starts with everything. Another way around, yeah, that's, that's part of, the, that's part of the, that's part of Danny's, um, Taina. Part of Danny's Taina. <clears throat> So why should Shemitah, why should anything, the Allah is you have to bring Trumas and Maestras. It's only in Eretz Yisrael. Why should, why should it be, why should anything be the Rabbanan? These are all Mitzvahs Daraisa. You have fruit in Eretz Yisrael, you have Trumas and Maestras. You have, you have land in Eretz Yisrael, you have to keep Shemitah. Everything's Daraisa. It's all, these are all Psukim in the Torah. Huh? You can say all Aretz, right? Six, six years you should work the land, and on the seventh year you should, you should let it rest. Who said anything? Where does it say anything about the Rabbanon? It's clearly, these are all clear psukim in the Torah. So what can you think? What's the reason why Shemitah, Trumas, and Marshall, anything should be the Rabbanon today? What's the Svara? What's the Svara? I mean, nobody's not going to say it's all at all. Why is it, 
So that, well, so, oh, so, so, why should there be no Kedusha Zeretz Yisrael at all? When we say no Kedusha Zeretz Yisrael, we mean, of course, no halachic. The second or third type of Kedusha Zeretz Yisrael that impacts Mitzvah Satoy Yisbaretz, maybe the Kedusha Bechlau is only the Rabbanon today. Why should that be? So that brings us to a Machlokas that's known as Valas, right? The halachic is the Machlokas whether when Ezra was when Ezra came in with the second, um, I was going to say second coming, but that doesn't sound so good. When Ezra came in with the, with the it is called the second, no, the Biyashniya, second coming. But so when Ezra came in um, with the Jews from, from Bavel, so he was Mekadesh the land again. The implication is that the land had lost its Kedusha. Why did it lose the Kedusha the first time around? The Jews come into Israel, Yehoshua comes to Israel, there's no Kedusha, so it's seven years of Kibush, seven years of Chiluk, and then he's Mekadesh, the land of Eretz Israel. From here on in, we're Chayv and Mitzvah We um, We build the Beis Hamidish, the Beis Hamidish is destroyed, and we are conquered, and there's other people living in the land. We, we no longer are in control of the land. The halacha is, the way we passing the Kedusha that Yehoshua was Mekadesh, the land, it was a Kedusha, it was Kadosh for as long as they were there, but lo kitshalasalava, that kedusha did not last forever. So once the Jews were conquered and they were thrown out, so the kedusha left also. What about Ezra's kedusha? Ezra comes in the second time and he's mikdash land. There, the halacha is we pass in according to most rishonim, kitshalashaita. It was it was kadosh for the time that Ezra and the second uh, base hamikdash they were there. But kitshalasalava, even after the base hamikdash is destroyed, the kedusha remains until today. If that's true, so then the halacha is that uh, the, same, the, the Kedusha Sakarka, the Kedusha Israel in general is Menatorah. In which case, Shemitah should be Menatorah also. <coughs> if you take, a, if you take a look, and now we'll go to the Rabbim, and Hokas Beis Abachira, and Osu Dalid. <coughs> See also down in the Rambam. Velama ani omer b'mitzvah b'shalayim shakedusha b'shana kitchel l'asid lavo. B'kedusha's eretz Yisrael the inyan shviyus from ma'aseh v'kayot to them lo kitchel l'asid lavo. What that means is that there's a certain um, halachic kedusha that eretz Yisrael um, um, has attains. So long as the Jews are there in the way that they're supposed to be there with the, with the, with the base Hamikdash, living, um, you know, as a Jewish nation in Eretz Israel. The Kedush of Eretz Israel is tied to that scenario. If the Jews are thrown out, so then th- th- that scenario is no longer there in which the case, the Kedush re- is removed. On the other hand, the Kedush of the Migdash in Yerushalayim, which you were referring to before, is not related to the fact that the Jews are living there in a scenario where the Jews are in control of Eretz Yisrael and most of the Jews live there, etc., etc. The Shechin is there, the Shechin never leaves. So as long as the Shechin is there, the Shechin never leaves. So the Kedush is going to remain forever. But for some reason, the Rambam Paskins, he says why, but it's not clear what he means. But when Ezra comes the second time and he's Mekadish the land, that Kedush remains even after the Jews are thrown out and the Jews are no longer there. Take a look at the last, the last in the halacha, in Ostez Zion, on page 3, on the third to last line, page 3, three, three lines up from the bottom, Kibben Sha'ola Ezra Vikidsha. Once Ezra comes and he's Mekadesh the land, Lo Kitsha Bakibush. The way he conquered the land was not Bakibush. He didn't come in with, with, um, with, with guns. He didn't come in with tanks. That was the way Yeshua came in. It was Bakibush. He came in. He came and he settled the land. It was what we call the Rambam's called Chazaka. He settled the land with Chazaka. He just settled the land. So that for some reason, even after the Jews are conquered out, uh, remains. If you conquer with Kibush, so then the moment you're thrown out, the Kibush is gone. If you're conquered with settling, so even though you're thrown out, that somehow that remains. That's the big question of why that should be. 
Why should kibush, which is removed, be different than chazaka that's removed? That's the Kesef Mishnah's question. Plus the, so, plus the Kesef Mishnah says, when they first came in, they came in with kibush, but they also had chazaka. They settled the land too. So how can chazaka be better than kibush and chazaka? That's the famous Kesef Mishnah's question. A lot has been tried, you know, a lot has been written on, on how to answer that question. But so, so, the law is that Kedusha Zeretzrol today is fully minhatora according to the Rabbim and according to Moshe Shalom. But that being said, the Hatim Achira can rely on some Rishonim, the Sefer Trumas and others, Sefer Truma and others, that, um, that, uh, Kedusha Zeretzrol today is low Kitchalasa level. And therefore the Kedusha, the entire Kedusha Zeretzrol today is only the Rabbanim. If the whole Kedusha Zeretzrol is only the Rabbanim, then certainly the mitzvahs that are, um, that are Tulios in Kedusha Zeretzrol are only going to be the Rabbanim, in which case, uh, you can then rely on Yesh Kenyan. Hope that's, Hope that's clear. I'll say it again. There are some Rishon, if you take a look, on the fourth page. On the fifth page, the Sefer HaTshuma. Halacha de Kedusha Sa'aretz. Lo Kidsha'ata le'in Trumas HaMaisras. The Kedusha Sa'aretz today is not have a level of Kedusha Sa'aretz Yisrael min Torah for Trumas HaMaisras. He disagrees with the Rambam. The Sefer HaTrumah, Rabbeinu Baruch, disagrees with the Rambam. Right, El This is one of the Rishonim. Disagrees with the Rambam. So, maybe the whole reason why Eretz Yisrael today, the Kedush is only the Rabbanim, is because Kedush is Eretz Yisrael in general is only the Rabbanim. We don't generally pass like that. We wouldn't rely the entire Hetamachira on that, you know, small, um, slight position, uh, minority position in the Rishonim. So is there any other reason why Shemitah today should be the Rabbanim? Maybe Kedusha Yisrael is Minat Torah, but there's a detail of why Shemitah should be the Rabbanon. Why should Shemitah be the Rabbanon? What is Shemitah? What is Shemitah? You have to fly, the line, that's the life fellow. What is, is there anything that smells and looks like Shemitah, but it's not Shemitah? Yo! Yo, well, it's similar to Shemitah. There's another year, the 50th year, that, uh, also, uh, you have to, you know, not work the land, etc., etc. So the Gemara says, according to Rabbi Danasi, that there's a, the Gemara maybe says according to Buddha and Asi, depending upon which of the Rishonim you hold like. The Gemara says that Shemitah, the halachas of Shemitah are dependent on the halachas of Yovel. If Yovel is Minat Torah, then Shemitah is Minat Torah. If Yovel is Midrabanan, then Shemitah is Midrabanan. What, what, so, is Yovel, it's in, wait a second. One, the reason why Shemitah is Minat says the Rabbanan is because the whole Kedusha of Israel is the Rabbanan. We don't hold like that, but maybe we'll use that as what we call a sniflahakim. We'll throw that onto the scale. It'll help a little bit. Number two, the halach is Rebbe says. We don't know. He says Gemara Moishtan that phase in the beginning. That phase that we'll take a look on on the third, on the fourth Maramakom, in the fourth page. I mean, Os Tesvav Rebbe Omer. We're going to end here because we started late because of Rosh Chodesh. We'll end in just a few minutes. Rebbe Omer, the top line, Ostezvav, Vezet Dvar Hashmita Shamot, Vishmei Shmita Zakosim, what does it mean? Vezet Dvar Hashmita Shamot, Ach Hashmita Zkarka, Vach Hashmita Zkosim. Bismanch, Atamashamit Karka, Atamashamit Ksofim. Bismanch, Atamashamit Karka, Atamashamit Ksofim. Rabbi Yudan also is of the opinion that the din of Shmita Zkosim today would only, the din of Shmita Zkosim is totally on Shmita Zkarka. When you have a din of Shmita Zkarka, that's Minat Torah, then when you lend someone money during sometime before the end of the seventh year, the 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 the, the loan would be um, would be um, relieved, would be removed, would be mufka, would be nishmetes. So the implication is that there is a time when shemitah is not minat Torah. It's only when shemitah is minat Torah is the shemitah k'safim. So when we give a shir on shemitah k'safim in principle, we have to remember this. So, but why would? 
So Shemitah's Ksafim is totally on Shemitah's Karka. So Rashi says, what you see is that there, there is a time in history when Shemitah's Karka is only Midrabana. So when is Shemitah's Karka Midrabana? So it's one of two options. One is, what Rabbi Sancer said, Shemitah's Karka Midrabana, when the Kedush of Eretz Yisrael is only Midrabana. Bisman Hazeh. But we said that's not according to Moshe Shana. Moshe Shana hold that Kedusha Shnia is Kitchen Lassa Lava. There is Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael today. So why would Shemitah ever be the Rabbanan today? The answer is because Yovel's the Rabbanan. And how do you know that Shemitah is totally Yovel? So Rashi brings down, there's another Yerushalmi that says that Shemitah's Karka is totally on Yovel. Is there, anybody ever notice if there's Yovel nowadays? Is there, is, do we hold, does anybody blow the show for Yom Kippur? We, we release the slaves, the land goes back. We wouldn't even know. The halach is, there's no, you need a Sanhedrin? You need, you need a Sanhedrin? You need a Bezan Agadol? There's no Yovel today. Everybody knows. There's, there's no, today there's no Yovel. But why is there no Yovel? Why should there be no Yovel today? Huh? Oh, so if you look at the Psukim in Parshish Bahar, by Yovel it says, and Ostezayim v'kidashnem eshnasa chamishim shona, ukrosim dror. You mekadosh the 50th year, you pronounce freedom. Right? The liberty bell. You pronounce freedom to all its inhabitants. Huh? That's it. This is what it is. This is what it is. Proclaim liberty. Draw ba'aretz. Draw is a, a free bird. Cross him. Draw ba'aretz. Lechol yoshveh. To all its inhabitants. So the Gemara and the, the, um, and the, and the, the Gemara and the Risharim and the, everybody talks to them. It's Russian. Lechol yoshveh means that Yovel only applies bizman shakol yoshveh alel. Now we have to figure out, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> but basically what it means is that when Klaisel is living in Eretz Yisrael, so therefore Yovel doesn't apply because Klaisel is not living in Eretz Yisrael. Well, that was maybe a hundred years ago. But Klaisel actually is living in Eretz Yisrael today. Do we have Rov, Klaisel in Eretz Yisrael today? We're getting close. We're getting close. Another few people from Tinek, and we're already going to be, we're going to be over the Rov. But the funny thing is that you probably need more than just Rov, Am Yisrael living in Israel. You need Yehuda living in the land of Yehuda, and you need Don living in the land of Don, and you'll need Yisachar living in the land of Yisachar, and you need representatives, and maybe even Rov of every shevet being in Eretz Yisrael. I haven't seen any uh, Yisacharites lately. I'm not sure if there's any around. Or Gadites. We don't know who they are. So it could be that Yovel Bizman Azeb Minator is not simply going to be in place until Mashiach comes. And if that's true, that means Yovel Bizman Azeb is at most Midra Bonan. And if you understand that Shemitah is totally in Yovel, then Shemitah is Manazeb Zerabonan. And if Shemitah is Manazeb Zerabonan, then what do we come back to? Yesh, Kenyan, Yesh, Kenyan. Now you can work the land in Eretz Yisrael. So let's continue next week. We'll go further. Um, we're covering a lot in each time, so we have... Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.